0: Good evening. For the past two and a half hours, our audience has been wondering where on earth the consultants are. See if you can work out why using this familiar ditty. I'm herding swine. I'm in the stocks. I'm drinking mead.
1: I've got the pox. (laughs) And I'm in a hovel made of mud and straw, in a jester's hat, eating wild boar. We've drowned a
0: witch in boiling tar. Can you work out where we are?
1: <laughs> the, <laughs> Isle <of White. laughs> the Isle of Wight. The Isle of Wight. The Consultant is recorded
0: in front of a retired studio audience. Gentlemen, I'm glad you could make it. Not a problem. Now, what's going on? The toilet's full of sand, and it's not even my birthday.
1: <laughs> Before we get started, there's something we have to tell you. You know, we cut off the water supply to reduce the number of toilet breaks. Brilliant idea. Well, there's been a complication. We have an employee. Name of Jack. I don't know Jack. <laughs> He's a union rep. So when the workforce started getting thirsty, he and a co-worker, name of Jill, set off to the old well on the hill <laughs> with a bucket.
0: Oh, sweet still go. that well's a death trap.
1: He never even made it to the well. Near the summit, he tripped on a loose tussock and fell tickledy tum-tum down the hill, <laughs> landing on his crown. It's irreparable.
0: Well, as long as he doesn't make a complaint.
1: Ah, that's the problem. Jill came grumbling after. (laughs) Started putting compensation ideas in Jack's broken head. The hill had no safety railings. No warning signs. No steps. No nothing.
0: Oh, he's going to sue us till we're blue in the bank. We can't afford another
1: PR disaster, Chesney. Not after what happened down at Dickery Dock.
0: (laughs) Those mouse-powered clocks could have revolutionised the third world. Well, how's Jack now?
1: Like a squid in a Wellington boot.
0: Well, wasn't there a first aider on site?
1: Afraid not. We never replaced Dr Foster after he drowned on the activity weekend in the West Country. (laughs) Luckily, we were nearby. We got some brown paper and wrapped it round Jack's bleeding head. Then we put vinegar on it.
0: And did that work? Not really. (laughs) Actually, come to think of it, that's for wrapping chips, isn't it? You did the best you could in difficult circumstances. Although perhaps you could have done much, much better. This calls for a cup of coffee. Polly, put the kettle on. There's no water. Suki, take it off again.
1: Anyway, Jack was calling us incompetent, saying we were bad managers, saying blah, 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 blah,
0: Right, we need to think on our feet. Mine are small and childlike,
1: with helpless porcelain toes. (laughs) Mine are rugged and warty, like a smithy's elbow.
0: No, I was wrong. It's not helping at all. (laughs) You know, we can't afford another expensive lawsuit. That business with the old woman nearly ruined us.
1: What, the old woman who lives
0: in a shoe? No, 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 no. That's all sorted. I've got some DNA tests done. Half those children aren't mine. No... (laughs) I mean the old woman who swallowed a fly? She swallowed a what? I don't know why she swallowed a fly. (laughs) Perhaps she'll die. That is the worst-case scenario. (laughs) Anyway, how bad are Jack's injuries? Well, take a look at this photo. Oh, that's extraordinary. Is that a saveloy? Wrong photo. Try this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, look, he can't be that bad if he's eating a cream sandwich. No, that's his face. (laughs) Oh, hang on. Hang on, I think I recognise this fellow. Hmm, Teddy, get me the file on negligence payments. Yeah, I knew it. See here, 1984, your man Jack. Uh,
1: Yeah, same fella. Only this time he's under the name of Jack Spratt, successfully suing our staff canteen
0: claiming that a mislabeled lard burger set off an allergic reaction. (laughs) Apparently he could eat no fat. Well, well look, two years later, that's him again, this time under the name of Jack Horner, receiving substantial damages after third-degree burns to his thumb in a plum pie incident.
1: (laughs) And hang on, here as well, in 1996, Jack Brendan Nimble, a.k.a. Jack Brendan Quick, received unnamed damages after jumping over a candlestick and burning his bum off. Hello?
0: Oh, hiya, Pat. Yeah, yes, but what, Pat? Great, Pat. I see you, Pat. Who was that? It was Helen. It, (laughs) It turns out that our meddlesome Jack has exploded in his hospital bed. It worked! What worked? What you talking about, Willis? Well, I didn't want to say anything in case it didn't work, but before I
1: strapped Jack into the air ambulance, I fed him two substances, which, when mixed together, are highly dangerous. What did you use? Half a pound of tuppany rice, half a pound of treacle. <laughs> he never stood a chance.
0: Good work, fellas. Well, now we've put Jack in a box, let's take the rest of the day off. Tell you what, as a special treat, we can all ride my cock horse to Banbury Cross.
1: <laughs> oh, Chesney. No.
2: <laughs>
1: Thanks very much to Alan Sticks for his lovely Northumbrian chanting Now it's time for Perkin Warren to sing us a little
0: number Hello there This is a song of the country ways and of the country life Called Clay of My Fathers <laughs> I am a man of the earth and the soil The country so he lives in my bones It's the land of my fathers and of their honest toil This is Surrey And this is my home (laughs) I'll sing of my people and our struggles and our woes ho hos About the years of darkness before the holy god wait (laughs) ro Appeared to us the promised folk And filled our starving bellies With pesto creme, fresh lemongrass and olives From the deli Hey, 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 hey I am a man of the fields and the fells The mooing of lambs and the dong of church bells The wild rolling moors and the fresh country rain London is just under an hour by train Sometimes life is hard here, the country ain't no joke Like the time I lost the corkscrew and the time the aga broke Some townsfolk, they don't understand about the rural ways It's tricky to get sushi and just try and get latte Oh, I am a man of the grain and the wheat I grow my own milk and I plough my own meat I'm a village man, I'd fain be a blacksmith Nay, a minor But as it happens I'm a web designer (laughs) Well, I travel round the country In a gleaming four-by-four Well, it's useful for the school run To be twelve feet off the floor My children, they're the product Of my rugged, rustic ways Camilla, Hugo, Milo, Fifi Honest country names (laughs) Oh, holy goddess and Delia Please bless my rural life From my Lakeland Plastics bread maker To the headscarf on my wife May St. Nigella guard this homestead May St. Michael be our friend And guard it well I'm only here at weekends Tisdale, how are things in D block? New rosters working well? Pretty good, Governor. Yes, uh, much easier to
1: manage. But I am a bit concerned about one of the new intake um, lad called
0: Benson. Benson looks like a troublemaker, does he? No, he looks really good. Right? Yeah,
1: he, he, his eyes are really nice. You know, a bit a bit moody looking, <laughs> like like a bit of a rebel. I mean, he's category B and he acts tough, but actually, I think he's really vulnerable and, and he's been put in a cell with a real hard case. He's in with Gifford,
0: isn't he? Mm, no, no, he's a nasty piece of work, eh? No, no, I don't really like Gifford. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, he, he looks really scary and my mum wouldn't like him, but he's, he's quite helpful. You know, when Officer Gardner told him to shut up, he swore, but in a sort of friendly way. He's funny. <laughs> That's really nice. But his eyes are too close together. No, he's lush. Anyway, he's got a good personality. I mean, you know, I know looks are important, but, oh, I don't know, you know, he's just nice. Well, if you like him, you should say something. No, I couldn't.
3: <laughs>
0: no, he's, he's a lifer. I mean, I've known him, like, forever. You know, I mean, he's, he's more like my little brother or something. Do you want me to tell him you like Benson? <laughs> no! I don't like him that much. You've gone all red. Uh, all, right, all right, then, I won't. You promise? Yeah, Benson's only in for three years, though, so... Uh, you better get your skates on. <laughs> don't. I'm really embarrassed now. All right, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Right, back off to D-block, then, Tisdale. So... Now it's time to plunge into the consultants' radio archive. This week, an episode first broadcast in 1948 from their recently destroyed war serial, We Dive to Serve.
1: Jerry's very quiet, A number
0: one. Yes, I said too quiet, Captain Stone.
1: I wish we could give those ugly thugs what for. Instead, we're forced to skulk helplessly underwater without guns or bombs. We could use the torpedoes. Could do, but I'm always a bit worried about getting them wet. (laughs) Who on earth could that be at this depth?
0: That'll be the American reporter who's paying us a visit.
1: Americans? I don't want one of those blasted bullies on board. They steal your wife and leave chewing gum on the boot scraper.
0: But they're on our side,
1: sir. Are they? Let me check the list. Oh, yes, they're here. There was a bracket around them, but that's been scribbled out and now they're heavily underlined with a big tick next to them. <laughs> oh, and look, someone's drawn a big pair of knockers next to Sweden.
3: <laughs>
1: that's cheered me up. Right, I suppose we'd better let him in before he drowns. <laughs>
0: Hi, 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 hi. I'm uh, I'm Jack Grit from the Washington Chronicle. Yes, yes, hello. I'm Lieutenant Commander Sandy Fist. This is Captain Stone.
1: I hope you brought a towel. You're not using mine. Yeah, whatever you say, buddy. You will address me as Captain. I insist that even a brash, undisciplined colonial such as yourself uses the correct terminology while you're on my big underwater boat. Aye.
0: Sure thing, Captain. Well, uh, let me take you for a look around, Mr. Grit. As you can see, uh, things are pretty crowded here. <laughs> You'll be bunking in with Atkins and Botty and Biffa and Mary, but don't let the name fool you, he's as tough as all thunder. You'll find no comfort in those big arms. What was that? Oh, some kind of bomb thing. Germans drop them all the time to scare us, make us spill our drinks. <laughs> <sighs> I've got beef teal down the me medals. <laughs> Hold on. Listen. Why? Shh! shh, Quiet. Do you hear that? Why? It's Archie Struts and his swinging nuts. Hurrah! Hello, I'm Archie Struts, and here are my swinging nuts. This evening, we shall be singing "Tea with Mussolini." Well, Mussolini came to tea and he brought his sister Hitler. She was five foot three and half his size, but ate both the cakes and all of the pies. (laughs) I said, why, Mussolini, she's the rudest girl I've known. So he took her out and shot her, then came back and ate her scone. (laughs) Hitler. Good night. (laughs) Why, this English music sounds fantastic. Yes, but what else can you hear? Nothing. Exactly, the ping noise. The ping has stopped. I must call the captain immediately. Men,
1: the ping has stopped. This is very, very serious. It means that the submarine is broken. (laughs) This in turn means that we will all almost certainly die. No! Yes. Sorry, yes. However, all is not quite lost. We may be saved if one of you brave chaps can make a convincing ping. Pipkins, what about you? Ping. No, terrible. Betty? Ping. <laughs> Rubbish, O'Malley? Ping. Awful. And you? Oh, you. Howdy. Ah, Mr. Grit. Well, you might as well have a go. <clears throat>
0: Is remarkable. No, it isn't. Thank
1: you, Mr. Grit. Your effort was much appreciated, but we will not be requiring your assistance. Hey, if you guys need me, let me ping.
0: We do need his help, Captain.
1: Fist, the gramophone. Men, I appeal to your sense of honour. This fellow may have a delicious ping, but my crew don't want some gritty yank pulling this off, putting them off their stroke. <laughs> so far, we've managed to keep a clean sheet on this ocean bed. But some foreigner coming in half cocked could make you, my boys, lose their fabled British spunk. My turn.
0: Fist, turn the record over. Uh, that's all we've got, I'm afraid. We keep it on board in case we need to defect. It'll <laughs> do. Why, darn it! You Brits
1: never know when to admit you need help. Sure, the British are a nation of proud, powerful lions, but. Imagine a lion with a bald eagle perched on its shoulder. Actually, no, uh, it would peck its head and poo in its mane. Imagine, instead, Britannia and Uncle Sam united as one. Shield in one hand, a beard in the other. Imagine Churchill and Roosevelt making out for the good of Western humanity. Great. You're a very inspiring man. I am moved. I will be proud to call you and your countrymen my allies get pinging mr grit
0: oh it's it's working the submarine is mending
1: fist strap mr grit to the engine and lock the door give him a packet of biscuits he should last till the end of the war men we're saved let's crack out the bollinger <laughs>
0: Benson, I reckon Officer Tisdale really likes you. Shut up! Really? Yeah. Really? What, do you like him? No!
1: He's too posh. And he's a square. But when Dawson knocked his glasses off during the riot, he looked quite... pretty.
0: <laughs> what do you reckon? Nah. Now I ain't interested in screws. I just gab on about feelings all the time. You have to spend all exercise period talking to them. You can't play football, score snouts or nothing.
1: Yeah. Hi, Benson. Hello, Gifford. What's the food like? Nice. <laughs> We're having chops tonight, too. Right. Did you hear about Dixon? I, I can't believe it. He, he's in solitary cos he bit O'Brien's thumb off and he just went mental. So I couldn't get my hair cut, but then I could get my hair cut anyway after, so um, I can't I can't stand prisoners
0: like that. Oh, what, what sort of prisoners do you like, Mr Tisdale? Shut up!
1: Your hair looks really nice, Mr. Tisdale. <laughs> Is that grade two? Grade one. So, later, are you looing daudry, looty? Lo- lo- Laudry duty?
0: Dunno. What's, what's daudry, looty, Mr. Tisdale?
1: Um, <clears throat> I'd, I'd, I'd better go. I, I've got to go and clean up a dirty protest.
3: <laughs>
1: Bye, then.
0: Yeah. Bye, Dean. Ooh! <laughs> mm. By Dean, Benson and Tisdale sitting in a cell. K-I-S.
2: Don't even like you. Hey, ciao, Eleni, what do you got there? It's my new idea. It's a machine with the big blades on the top, and when they go around, the machine. Take off, he fly about in the air. You <laughs> are a ladder? He might work, eh? How's the painting? Oh, he's coming on, you know. Hey, hey, I saw Alan Bottle last night. Oh, eh? Alan, was he up to? Well, you know, he done the painting of that lady with her bangers out standing on a clam. Eh? Well, he's doing all right after that. And he's gonna change his name to Alessandro Botticelli. <laughs>
0: no way.
2: <laughs> see, see, I, I think it sounded quite a flash. I mean, you know, I'm quite good at doing the painting and the inventing, that thing with the buildings. Well, I don't want to be remembered as Lenny Vincent, do I? It's a bit boring, isn't it? So I think I'm going to change my name as well. Uh, to what? Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> That's
0: a big guy. Oh, buongiorno, my name's Leonardo de blah blah. No, 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 it's got a big style. No, it's uh, not. There's too many noises going on. It's a bit busy. Oh, uh, shut up, your
2: face. <laughs> you should think about it. You've done that statue of David and you've got plenty of work coming up. You really want to be known as Mike Bone? <laughs> well, uh, what about Michelangelo Buenoroti? Maybe just the, the Michelangelo on his own. Quick, you know? quick, get back on with your painting. Here comes the Pope. <clears throat> Hello, the Pope. Hello, Lenny. All right, Mike. No, no, no. From now on, we're going to be called Leonardo and Michelangelo. <laughs> That's a bit gay. <laughs> Now, you should keep it simple, like the Pope.
0: (laughs) But, no, 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 that's old-fashioned, eh? I'm going to be a big famous painter.
1: I don't think so, Mike. Oh,
0: why not, the Pope?
1: Well, you spent the last three years hanging out in the toilet. Yeah,
0: well, you're asking me to do the best job I can, painting the chapel cistern.
3: (laughs)
1: Well, Benson, you must be glad to be getting out of here. Yeah, Mr Tisdale. (laughs) Three years has gone all too quick, eh? I like your suit. It's probably not very trendy now. No, I I think it looks good. The colour really suits you. I've only seen you in grey. I suppose you'll be turning back to crime then. Probably see you back here in a few weeks, eh? No, I got a job in my brother's bakery. Oh, right. Can you sign my book? What? I-, I get some prisoners to sign my book. All right. There's no other names in here. It's new. I like the stickers. <laughs>
2: Well, well th- 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 no, you go first. Sorry.
1: Um, thanks for being so nice. Well, thanks for you being so so nice.
3: <laughs> I better go
1: then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, Benson.
2: Benson. Benson. Yes. I just wanted to... Wanted to what, Mr Tisdale? (laughs) I love.
3: Love.
2: Luck. I just wanted to wish you luck.
1: Thanks. Well, bye then. Yeah. Bye then. Señor, I did not see you from beneath my big hat. I want to speak to your boss, man. Oh, Señor, my boss is he not here. He takes a siesta. I can help, see? Wake him up. Maybe you do not hear too good, Señor. My manager is sleeping. Please, let Chico help you. Very well. I bought this pram from your store yesterday for my niece. Oh... <laughs> It is a lovely pushchair, senor. Such craftsmanship. <laughs> the pram is bueno. No, amigo. The pram is not bueno. <laughs> you told me the prairie stroller three-wheel travel buggy with Pacific trim was top of the range. But the thing is, the pram don't work so good. <laughs> don't work, senor. Surely there is a mistake. No mistake, amigo. The multi-position Gore-Tex padded seat split right down the seam, and the wheels came off. No, no, senor. it is supposed to be that way. The wheels they are um, optional. I put my niece in it yesterday, and adjusted the reclining angle. She was catapulted into a cactus. <laughs> I want compensation. Humping frijoles. Have you got the receipt? Receipt? Ah, uh, must be in my other poncho. Strictly speaking, senor, we can only exchange goods with proof of purchase. You sold it to me yesterday, don't you remember? Chico has a very bad memory. (laughs) No good. I don't remember you. Sorry, senor. Does this jog your memory, my friend? No, no, no. Senor, I don't want no trouble. Okay, look, I call my manager, okay? You do that. El diablo! El diablo! You got to wake up! He gonna be real mad, you spoil his nap. Uh, puta. This had better be good to awaken El Diablo. This gringo, he want a replacement pram for his knees. Replacement
0: pram, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, cabron, you have the receipt? Not on me. Look, senor, we don't do refunds without receipts. You broke the pram,
1: you keep the pram. I didn't break the pram. It's a factory design fault. I want my money back. Baloo,
0: he's all ripped, eh? I personally check all the pushchair for sign of damage or stress before I put him on display. But look here, hoof marks. He look like a horse to a dance on it.
1: The buggy comes with a two-year warranty. I'm well within my consumer rights to demand... Your consumer
0: rights are waived without a
1: proof of purchase. I ain't leave until I get a new pram.
0: <laughs> then, signore, you must fight. But I warn you, El Diablo has killed many tough customers. The hills echo with the cries of their orphan children.
2: El Diablo! Chico,
0: take my bib and give it to your son Pepe. My best purple romper suit is for your daughter Lorena. And this rattle is for you, my friend. El Diablo est murder.
1: I'm the fussiest cowpoke in the whole wild west. When I do my shopping I demand the best. So get up the floor and get me a pram and throw in some rusks, cause you know who I am. He
0: the consumer cowboy with his double chin and clanking spurs, he's fighting for the customers of Texas. <laughs>
1: I'm the scourge of tradesmen everywhere because I know my rights and I'm strict and fair. Ten years in the saddle has made me mean. I got a lifetime subscription to
0: Witch Magazine. He's the consumer cowboy with his gun and his ten-gallon hat. He know the he trades. Descriptions act by heart.
1: <laughs> now an injun friend was trying to claim compensation from a work-related incident on his reservation. He was doing a rain dance and injured his knee. I helped him in
0: court saying no win, no fee. Oh, he's the consummate cowboy with his poncho and his palomino. Citizens at Vaspiro on horseback.
2: <laughs> People say cowboy, what made you this way? I say it all began on my eleventh birthday
1: when my mama got killed by a Moulinex blender. I took a solemn oath and swore to defend the rights of the consumer while I follow life's course. I'm like Linfolds Wood except on a
0: horse. <laughs> He's the consumer cowboy going off into the setting sun.
1: A pistol packing ombudsman of justice. by the consultants with additional material from James Eldred and the voice of Jeffrey Wheeler. Music and noises were by George Cockrell and Jerry Peel. The consultants are Neil Edmond, Justin Edwards, and James Rawlings. The producer was Will Saunders.